So my name is Sasha Ann, last name is Liebert, and my business that I have is a hair business, and I have always loved the idea of hair, being able to change up the styles, the colors, and just having fun with it. So I decided to start a business a few years ago, well, about a year and a half, two years ago now, year and a half, um, to uh, just be able to provide for a need um, as well as extra income. So working on that is the process, but any small business or start a business just takes time. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, my guest is full of ambition, full of dimples too. She's going to give you the game. Model Sasha Ann, she's going to tell us how she got into modeling. She also has a business where she's in the beauty industry. I can see her as a lifestyle influencer. And I met her, just so you guys know, I met her at a cooking class here in Palm Beach. Um, I think we might have been the only ones there alone. <laughs> And, you know, I am really a Michelin star chef, if y'all don't know. In my house, I got the Michelin stars lined up, you know, just, but model Sasha Ann, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. You see, I just gave myself credit of the highest heights of, you know, chefhood. I'm going to have my chef <laughs> hit me up like, come on, Kellen, stop the cat. <laughs> but, uh. Yes, it, it, was, it was such a pleasure to meet you. Very, very nice um, person you, you were. And so, I, and I'm glad that you weren't shy because here in Palm Beach County, sometimes your folks be a little, little snooty, um, <laughs> you know. But um, right. give us the game on just, you know, let's start with the modeling because I know how tall you are. And you, you and I might be like the same height, but body wise, you're not a what they used to call a traditional model. I love that. Exactly. You know, yeah. So, you know, talk about how you got into that because you were even out there in New York doing your thing. Correct. So I started modeling actually when I was younger. Well, we did winter school. My sister and I went to a class and we learned how to basically walk, pose, do makeup and hair and things of that nature. But I was young, so from there, didn't really know where I would fit in. We did the fashion show and graduated, and from that, there wasn't anything else. So after that, it was just kind of put, I guess, as like a closed deal, as that was the end of that. So I got back into it fully uh, after graduating from my undergrad, and I was doing a little local show as well as pursuing my graduate degree. So like I enjoyed the, you know, the idea of modeling and what comes behind it and what it entails and just being able to just be yourself in your, you know, in your fullness. And from college days, I continued to pursue it by doing a lot of local shows and then moving to New York as well. Now with the sizes and the traditional size models or individuals in the model world, I wouldn't fit into that category. So for me, I would be considered a plus size model. And that's because the sizes in the plus size world or what they would deem the plus size individual starts from like about size 10 and up or so. And so I would fall into that category. Um, the thing is when it comes to plus size models, it's just more of a number. So when it comes to modeling, it's just more of your personality and what you can do and how you can really 
appreciate yourself and who you are and accept you for who you are. Now, when it comes to brands and deals, that's kind of different because they look for the traditional models to basically promote their band and show, but not knowing not everybody can do the same thing, whatever size you are in. So I, I have loved being able to just be myself and just show who I am just by me walking around every day or just doing something that I enjoy. So I've been modeling maybe for about, um, you can say like seven years now or yeah, about six or seven years. So I've enjoyed it, a uh, lot more to do, but just waiting for opportunities. And, and it's, it's kind of crazy because you know you were in front of me in the cooking class so um I know your frame and you would think like when people hear plus size they would think okay maybe like Lizzo and you are you know I, I don't want to say regular because everybody's body frame is different and right. if you black you know what you like uh <laughs> we, we, we need a, we need a plus size right uh if not a plus plus uh size bit but um you know, that, that they put you in that category because you're not a size one or two or zero right. even. It's, it's, it's crazy. Now is the work, and I'm talking about the paid work, plentiful, because I want you to tell like that 14 year old girl who says, hey, I'm not a size zero, but can I do this professionally? Is anyone even hiring now besides OnlyFans? <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> there are jobs out there it's just trying to find them now when it comes to runaway I know that a lot of models don't necessarily get paid from me but it's based on a brand deal or like the um should say like influencing deals that come behind them like you promote our band or you're on this campaign for this certain amount of time especially there's different types of modeling too so it depends on what avenue you want to go into as well. So there's the beauty, there's the health, um, health and beauty, of course, there's the runway, there is uh, print work, there's commercial. So it depends on what category you want to go into. But with that being said, even if the category you want to go into, it's not something that's popular, you be the person to stand out and make it popular. So it's just promoting yourself more when it, which, with whatever brand it is or company and organization and just get it out there and just continue to push it and, you know, eventually it will get out there for sure. So it just depends on the avenue you want to go into. But there's money to be made in anything that you choose to get yourself into. Since we're in teachable moments, can you talk about the dark side of it? I've been doing this business for 20 plus years, from magazines to TV, ward shows. Um, the thirst is real and people are willing to do whatever they need to do to get on. Can you talk about you know, um, how a young person can prepare themselves to avoid the casting couch. Cause please believe it's still alive. It's still around. Um, it's just done, you know, so maybe a little different, maybe not depending on who right. you are, but uh, those teachable moments, because people want to jump into this entertainment thing, not understanding right. that this is a boo-boo business. It, it has a <laughs> lot of people who, right. uh, it's, you know, money, power, respect, as the locks would say. And, right. you know, so can you talk about that side of it and maybe some signs on how to avoid it? You know, there, there's a reason why Cardi B is where she's at and she's happy. She went through the, <laughs> the rough stuff in her regular life. So right. this is all normal to her, but it's not normal to everybody else. So please right. speak. So when it comes to the, not necessarily the dark side, but when it just comes to 
the things that you don't want to do or the things you have to do to get somewhere. It's more so on your research. It's really taking the time to research the individual, research the people, see if there is any growth within that individual, their circle, and if they're truly someone that can help you achieve or excel to the next level. So it's that taking that time out to really understand the type of role that it is and just make sure that the individuals that, that are in that role can also help you and that you're benefiting from them in whatever way possible. Now, some people can see that one route may be the fastest run to stardom and another could be the slowest route, but it's up to you for you to decide which one you really want to do. So you have to really do your research, really understand your the pros and cons of everything, as well as put your morals in it as well. Would you do something, you know, would you do this to get there? Um, or just be able to know that everything easy is not worth it at the end. So doing lots of research and just taking your time and just meeting people, genuine people. Okay, and I'm gonna add on to it because people say, what do you mean you keep calling it a boo-boo business? Excuse me while I look that way. I am outside in real life. So I heard something, make sure an alligator didn't burst through my, my, my door. Um, but you have to understand there's people in this business um, and why I tell people don't, I don't, I don't wanna represent kids <laughs> ever because there's people who've been violated even as kids. And you hear about the stories 20 years later and right. you wonder why, you know, certain people can rise faster, but why they're still not happy, even if they have the biggest roles. But it's something that until you see it or until you get there, you're like, why is this person like that? So you guys right. have to understand there's certain people who will do things that you'll say you'll never do. And right. maybe that's why you're never where you're at. But at least you have your sanity, because who am I to judge, um, right. you know? To, to each his own, because I surely don't want you in my business. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the turn up is real. But uh, <laughs> with the modeling, um, you know, usually a lot of times modeling is a stepping stone to maybe get into something else. Many people want to be actors or, Correct. you know, yes. something else. For you, is it just modeling um, or is there some other ventures you want to get into? So no, it's not just modeling, definitely acting. I have taken two acting classes, um, one here in Palm Beach and also one in New York that was virtual. So I have, you know, been trying to find different avenues and working on them to get to the other direction. Since I was young, I always admired individuals that are on the TV. And I've always like would tell myself, like, I want to be on TV as well. Or I would say, like, I want to be famous. Or I want to be an actress. So there's different things just over time that has you know triggered positive thoughts and just things that I've wanted to do in life. So definitely going into acting for sure and being an actress and um, just trying to take my time and just do small roles or if there's opportunities that I can find short films, take advantage of them as much as I can. Now with acting, you know, and here's my lane of, um, I represent different people, but influencing, everybody's an influencer. From Will Smith is an influencer, taking his time with all the millions that he has to say, I'm going to put time into YouTube, Mike, Michael Ja White, you know, and they've uh, had success with it. Some people say, oh, they, they already had an audience. That's what influencing is about. It's right. not fair, but if you have an audience, you should be an influencer. Um, how have you gone on, you know, I'm not going to wait for Holly Weird 
but I'm going to do my own thing on the social media so you can show people what you have. Where are you at in that, that stage of the game? So honestly, um, at one point, I didn't really put myself as much on social media in the way as I was posting because sometimes just get so wrapped up of seeing others do things and wanting to be there, but not understanding that it took them time to get there. So I tried to limit my time on social media where I'm comparing myself to somebody else because it happens. I'm not, I'm not the only one who would say, oh man, but the thing is, it's more of an admiration for the individual as far as in a, a comparison, because you see someone that is doing something that you're doing or in that, that field and you want to also do it too. So for me, I would take whatever I can by researching or seeing if I can find an opportunity, a job or a gig or network with someone to be able to get me to that level. So right now, I, I don't think, I don't know if I have much of an audience because I'm not necessarily fully invested on social media on a, you know, everyday basis in order to continue to push that. But it's something I am working on because of my hair business. I am on it more frequently pushing the hair business on Instagram as well as TikTok. When it comes to my personal page, I haven't really done much, but I guess I just have to do better. Uh, but at the same time, there's also still personal things that go on in your life apart from social media that you have to uh, be able to manage first before you can continue to do more. So with that, just for me is to be able to get the opportunity and stability financially to be able to do more things and to just really be in a, a different headspace as well. And talk about your hair business, you know, um, because and when you talk about it, let me just say, there's some folks who I see hating on folks who are doing hair businesses, the lash business saying we need more nurses. And I got we got a whole business for that over here, CNA to MD.com. Yeah, we do need more of those, but it doesn't mean that you can't have it all and do it all. So talk about your hair business and just maybe even some of the support you've gotten or maybe lack thereof because you want to do two high risk things. Oh, you want to do hair and you want to do entertainment. Don't mm -hmm. you got a, a graduate degree? You know, people will start telling you stuff like you don't have to inspire to these things, but talk about the hair and just kind of the, about the support to do all of these things, whether you've gotten it or whether you haven't. So starting a business definitely is challenging for sure. I know I was nervous in a way because I've never really had a business, but I've always wanted one because I love the idea of being uh, one, financially stable and financially free, um, same thing, but more so being able to have the time to do other things while have, having passive income to come in. But I've always enjoyed the idea as well of hair and being able to switch, up, switch it up and change it up. So being able to provide that is just something that I always, you know, just wanted to be able to knowing that I also use the same product. Now, when it comes to support, um, the, the more so the support is honestly not as much. I, since I started my business, there hasn't been any sales, but I am not, not still pushing the business. You know, it takes time and it, it's, it's just something where you just have to just let it kind of do its thing, do its course. But of course, making sure you're putting the work behind it. And honestly, I don't necessarily look too much for the support. I, I feel like when something is genuine, the people will come and follow. 
And I don't want to have to tell, why didn't you repost this? Or why didn't you purchase this? Like, that's not for me to do or to say. If somebody sees it and they want to repost and want to purchase, that's fine. That's what it is. Like, I'm not thinking about the individual not doing something to support in that way. Um, but to be in the world, it's more so something that I enjoy doing and have fun doing. And it's something to do separately to take my mind off from more so of a full-time career job and just have fun doing this on the side and still make income with it. So yes, I have a two degrees and yes, I want to per uh, pursue this, but it's more just something to just have fun. And sometimes you get bored easily. So it's just like, I don't want to put my eggs in one basket. I like to venture out and do things. And coming from an athletic background, like I'm motivated to do so many different things and being in school at the same time and competing. So it's like, it's nothing. There's always going to be some type of competition in a way, but you will find your market and you'll find the individuals that will support you along the way. No, awesome. Awesome. And, and, and tell the people, and, I, and I'm glad that you talked about the lack of, because most entrepreneurs have lack of support, your family and your friends, usually, unless, you know, you might have that rare people. Um, but all the entrepreneurs that I interview, the majority of them, no family support, no repost, no even purchasing other products. But when they see you on Forbes or if they see you, you know, making it, they're the first ones to tell you their mm -hmm. problem. Human nature. <laughs> so true. So true. But um, honestly, like I said, like you have your family and they're, they're there, but I can't feel a way if they don't support. And I personally won't. I mean, like I said, you can't, not that you can't feel a way. You can feel a way, but I just don't. Like I, it is what it is because if someone doesn't, if it doesn't necessarily relate to them, they won't really be interested in it. And it's, that's just what it is. Say for instance, if I'm not really, um, if someone has a business and it has no interest in me, I can either support by donating, but depending on what the product is, it may not be usable for me. Like certain things just won't be usable. So like an example, like when it comes to shoes, like for me, I have a large feet. So it's hard for me to find shoes. So even if I do see someone that has shoes, I can help by reposting. But if you don't have my size, there's no way that I can really support physically if my size is not there. So that's just an example. So it's just like, if someone can't relate, they just can't relate. And that's understandable. So I'm not looking or dwelling on someone not supporting in a way as far as when it comes to family. But the idea to have a business is to have people purchase. So if they don't, they don't. And I'm just like, you can't feel any way. And it's not for them to feel any way. I'm doing something that pleases me and for me to have fun and to really enjoy. So I can't be upset or fault them. It is what it is. But once you get to that Forbes level, just know where you stand. Like, you know, I have to focus on where it started and where it's going and just who have been there from the time. So that, that's not going to be anything important or beneficial to me when it gets to that next level. Yeah. Once you get to that level, they forget about what they didn't do. But that's you have a great <laughs> attitude on how because a lot of people suffer through like real depression. Um, you yeah. might even hear some bitterness in my tongue, whatnot, because yeah. it's when that person has something they want you to support. And like, man, you don't even repost my stuff. Right. And you're yeah. asking for support like I owe you, which I feel yeah. like I want to. But mm -hmm. you uh, you didn't reciprocate. So it just depends how you like to deal with that. Um, but you have a great attitude. You have a book in you to write 
on that. It's one, <laughs> one chapter of many. Hey, okay. Yeah, but um, honestly, and at the same time, a lot of my, my sister definitely supports by reposting. Um, there's something that she has done on the back end for me too, to support one of my really good friends in Jamaica. She's always reposting and liking another friend of mine, Michelle. So like, I see it, um, you know, here and there, my friend Jazz will also do it. So it's, you know, the support is there. It may not be on a large scale, but it's still something at the point where I'm at and trust me I have moments where I'm just like oh my god I'm not getting any sales and I know it takes time and I know that business is very lucrative but it's just like the push is still there and there's days where I like to create content I'm just like oh my god I have to create content or I have to do this to kind of push so you know it's starting and I reached I had somebody to help me a little bit with my business for two months to like do my posting so to be able to understand and be on social media more too is what's important because you have to also do your research and know like when to post or like how to post or just do the trending songs. So there's so much that comes with it as well, but it's growth and it's something that I enjoy doing and it's really been interesting and fun to be able to do it myself. But um, definitely not like in a, in a way or mood or dwelling on anything. It's just to continue to push and to find that motivation because it's hard when, especially when you're just starting and you're not getting any sales. So it takes time, but I know that it will, you know, eventually do its thing at the right time. You know, with all business, but especially that business, uh, I know it's lucrative because we, we've dealt with clientele in, in that space. But what I see that it's like having a barbershop next to a barbershop when everybody's doing it. What are you doing that they're not doing? Anybody can post at the right time. Almost anybody can make fire content um, right. meant for Instagram, except me, because I don't, I do the opposite. I'm just putting it up. Ain't no filter needed because I'm not doing it for that. And I'm very mm -hmm. anti, but people can do that. And you could still not have as many sales where it can be full time. The stuff that makes people go to the next level in any business, what you're not doing. So have you gone to your local PTAC, SBA or SCORE? Have you found out the government RFPs that actually buy hair like yours and buy products like yours? Have you gone out to touch hands at your local chamber of commerce so you can really, you know, and, and touch where you think your buyers are because you can only do even if you're an artist out there i'm talking to you too you know you can't just do so much i'm gonna put you hey get on a uh, on a mic you gotta go out there and touch the people and that's where they show money all day but that's the thing like what are we doing there's times will smith has a great line and he says while you guys are partying i'm working while you guys are out there, you know, just living your life. I'm working, even when y'all are making love. Well, I'm making love, but I'm working real hard. A lot of you aren't working really hard and you're thinking just because you put the hours in, boom, that you're gonna get the reward. It doesn't work like mm -hmm. that. You gotta work extra hard because everybody's working hard. So that business lucrative, you know, it, but just keep pushing and find your audience and just stick with them right. because that's just game. Um, and I know I made, I made that sound like, oh, kill us sound easy. Yeah, when you get these gray hairs in your hair, you can say it because you've done it a hundred or a thousand times. And teams, <laughs> you say you have people reposting for you. Those are your team members, not employees. You know, just, just keep pushing and keep winning um, and, 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 and build those teams because we all need teams to make the dream come true. And in talking about the dream, if you, what is your dream? 
And don't you put uh, a limit or a cap on it. <laughs> it's your dream. Yeah, it can sound ridiculous to anybody else, but it's your dream. So, hey, we're in dream world. Uh, one of one of them is actually being in uh, a role where <laughs> I'm playing a very strong, I mean, there's so many strong women roles already, but just what I, I see myself is just, yeah, <laughs> it's really seen a really uh, a strong woman role. I, I'm playing a role, um, being able to lead, you know, individuals, you, you need to leave a group of individuals on a larger scale and to really have that embody like the person and individuals that are also involved with it so that's like more of an acting role for sure um you know just lead honestly just make decisions that will affect people in a positive way so I, I do think about that for sure and sometimes it can be me in like either like a presidential role or it could be in like a lawyer role or it can be a high level ranking individual you know role so that's like the picture uh, there's more to it but that's just like the picture that i have for sure so working okay. towards it and yeah oh okay so you want to be in the women king too i got you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just so basically yeah yeah, no, I, I love it. And, you know, if Viola Davis was listening, she's like, baby, that, that's a good dream to have. But, you know, her thing and what many women in Hollywood is production and taking over behind the scenes and hiring. And it's just, you know, the more you live, the more you can dream. And y'all keep dreaming out there when you listen. That's why I ask these questions because you too, listening, that's the majority of the audience they're listening. You guys have those dreams. And I see my YouTube, you guys are kicking it up a little bit. Go ahead and kick it up, you know, even more. We can go viral every video in Jesus Christ's name. We can do that all day, every day. Um, <laughs> Let me ask you, now you got the dream and, you know, let you hit that dream. What would you say is a community give back that you're doing already or that you would like to do in the future? So something I would like to do in the future is more so to give back, let's see. Um, so for me, I love kids. Um, I love that they have a personality, especially at a young age. And I experienced that with my nephew and my niece. And it's to just give them that space to be able to do that, whether it's um, showing their artistic ways or being able to just show in athletic ways. It's the space where kids feel safe to just be themselves and to not necessarily be judged, but give like let kids know that they also have a voice and they can do whatever they want to do. And yes, they're at a small age where they don't understand, but understand that that personality will take them to the next level and that they can do as much as they want and could dream of themselves. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, my, my last question, I think, is my last question. Um, since you were an athlete and you were a collegiate athlete, correct? Tell the people your, your resume real quick before I continue. So I have been an athlete since I was young. I definitely um, used to run <laughs> when I was younger, but now I don't. But uh, sprinting was a thing for me when I was in Jamaica. I was born in Jamaica. So we do a lot of different events down there. But when I came to the States and um, got into middle school, 
I played four different sports, volleyball, basketball, track and field, and soccer. In high school, I did volleyball, basketball, and track and field. And so with college, as I get to that level, I got a scholarship to go to FAMU, and that was for track and field. So I did my years there competing, as well as was able to graduate early to go over to Florida State and pursue track and field there as well on another level, as well as getting my graduate degree. So track and field, I was a thrower. I did the shot put and the discus. So uh, everything about sports, working out, I always love and just being able to just show your strength, no matter who you are, is what I love. Okay. And, and you know, so you guys thought the Rattlers was just a t-shirt. Nah, it's, 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 <laughs> she, she's really, um, really official with it. But can you, I, I have a political question and I want to know, what do you think about um, transgenders being able to play in, um, you know, sports, you know, and basically for me, a person who was born a male um, competing with women. And I want your take. I have no, you know, no, nowhere I'm leaning towards this. I just want to know, how do you feel about it as a, you know, former collegiate athlete? Um, honestly, I don't really have much to say on it. Um, I feel like I would have to do more of my research on it to really speak on it and to be able to just say anything in general. Um, so I don't have anything right now to say on that topic. Okay, you guys, you see how media trained she has she, she, she is. No, and, and that and that is a fine answer. Um but I like to get a, a whole holistic interview where you know that you know she may not have a problem with that. I know many of women who say they don't really care and you know let all sports then just be one. And that's that's a fine opinion to have. That's why we all have them. <laughs> it's, there are opinions um and you got it from a jamaican woman so i know that you know my jamaican folks are gonna hit me privately like nah ask her off air <laughs> no it's not even that honestly like i personally haven't had the knowledge behind it or been paying attention much to it so for me to just say something i, I don't want to just say something i want to be able to be prepared as far as no facts before i say something you did excellent. I tell, I'm telling you, your, your, your media <laughs> training is it, beautiful. It's beautiful. Let the people know where they can connect with you, whether they need to hire a model, whether they need some hairs and other products. Um, the best is yet to come for you. So, you know, let them know. So you can find me on Instagram. My personal page is model Sasha Ann. My hair page is grandeur underscore luxury underscore hair. And if you need any models for work, I am available for any collaborations, opportunities, acting. Just hit me up and I'll be able to connect with you. Sounds good. You guys have been blessed by the game. Now it's your turn to share this with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed, y'all.
everyone! Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20 and in this course you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is going to cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth a thousand South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that you know when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always wanted to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course, there's a little preview you can listen to. Um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com Don't miss out.